Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Hope you guys are having a great week so far. I know it's only Monday, but um, I'm thankful because I don't have school tomorrow. It's weird because like, I don't know if your schools ever use the term asynchronous depending on your COVID situation and also just like the school, but asynchronous basically is like something that they would kind of, a term they would use during, you know, the height of online school last year when it was basically like you don't attend zoom classes or any like in-person kind of classes but it's just like you work on your own so my school weirdly enough is making like three or four asynchronous days in the middle of our school year even though we're fully back in person now and tomorrow is one of them so I know they say like okay you know Tuesday's asynchronous and you're gonna work on stuff Um, from your classes, but I mean, it basically means no school, which yeah, sure, I'll do some school assignments tomorrow, but like basically have no school tomorrow, which is kind of nice because like, you know, I have the weekend, I go to school for literally one day and then I get a break already, which is really nice. So looking forward to that and that means that I can kind of stay up later tonight, although I have a headache, so we'll see. Because I have a headache, I don't know how long this podcast episode is going to be. If it starts going away while I'm recording, great. If it doesn't, who knows how long this is going to be. But I do have a lot of advice to respond to, so I think I'm going to get into that because I honestly, I don't know if I can think of any personal life updates. Nothing like super interesting that wouldn't like bore all of you guys, so I'm just going to go with no and I'm gonna get right into the advice segment. So, the first person, um, this is an email, and they said, hi, I love your podcast. So, I have a fan page for Zoe Laverne. I know she did some things wrong, but she saved my life so many times, but I'm at a new school now, and there's a girl, and we're starting to become best friends. We were talking, and I asked her what she thought about celebrities, and when we got to Zoe Laverne, she said she didn't really like, she didn't really, um, like her. Um, A few hours later, I said that I had a fan page and, or she said that she had a fan page and I said, that's so cool. She asked me if I had one and I said no because I was too scared, but I want to tell her. I'm just afraid of how she'll react. So basically, you're afraid to tell her that you have a Zoe Laverne fan page because she doesn't necessarily like Zoe Laverne. Um, You know what? I would say don't be afraid because actually when I was like way younger back in like the height of fan pages not saying the fan pages aren't like popular now because they are but like I feel like they were more popular even just like a couple years ago um but anyways like years ago I had a fan page and it was kind of a rival like person the person that I had a fan page for it was kind of like a rival to one of my friend's fan pages And, you know, we were still best friends. I'm still best friends with her. But, like, during that time, you know, we would joke about things like, oh, I can't believe, like, your person did this and my person did this and I can't believe this. Oh, I'm so glad I have a fan page for this person and not the person you have a fan page for. But it was all kind of, like, playful banter. Like, sure, it was possible to get heated about it, but at the end of the day, you know, we knew it was just a fan page. It wasn't that deep and it was literally just for fun. Um, But I think, like, you shouldn't worry too much about this and also like if you guys are just starting to become good friends I feel like this is a good test to your friendship to be like hey let's let's see like how does she react is she very open and accepting and that's someone I want to be as my friend or is she very off-putting and 
disregards anything that I like because she doesn't like it. So I feel like it's very telling the way that she reacts. And if she reacts in a positive way, you know, hey, you know, maybe it's not not a bad idea that for me to like open up to people about things and I feel like I can trust her and be friends with her. However, if she reacts negatively, then you're kind of like, okay, I can see like maybe this person isn't the right you know, positive influence I need in my life. Not saying that you shouldn't, like, be friends with her over something like this, because at the end of the day, it's literally a fan page, but I think don't be afraid to tell her, because if you want to, totally go for it. She told you she has a fan page, and I think it's so cool to find other people that have fan pages at your age, so I think definitely just let her know, and the way she reacts will tell you all that you need to know, so good luck with this, and um, give me an update if you have one later. So, the next email says, Hi, Sister Spill. I just started listening to, your, listening to your podcast and I really like it. So, there's this boy. Let's call him Zach. I used to dislike him because I thought he was a jerk and a bad boy and I didn't know him. FYI, I'm in eighth grade. So, this year, I started to get to know him and be friends with him and I started to like him. I found out a few days ago that he likes me and I told him I like him back. Now, it's just kind of awkward and we're acting basically how we did before we found out we liked each other. I don't know if we're dating now or what and I don't want to make it awkward if he doesn't want that. I just don't know if I want to date him and it's just a really confusing situation. I can't really talk to my friends that much about it either because one, let's call her Kate, is kind of down on herself because Zach likes me and several boys like my other friend Lauren. We also think the boy she like she likes has a crush on Lauren, so that kind of complicates things. Lauren has her own boy problems and I think that she and especially Kate are getting tired of hearing me talk about Zach. I don't really know what to do and I just don't want to make me and Zach's friendship or relationship or whatever awkward. I know the obvious solution is to just talk and ask him, but it's been only a couple days, so I feel like things are still too fragile and new. Even though we were good friends, even before we knew we liked each other, we've never had serious conversations. It was mostly just irrelevant conversations and teasing and playful banter. I feel like it would be so tense and make things worse to try to have a really serious conversation about whether we're dating or whatever. Honestly, I'm not even sure what dating is because we're in 8th grade and it's not like we're actually going out or anything. I like the concept of dating in middle school. I think the concept of dating in middle school is kind of stupid, but still, Zach isn't really serious person very playful and it would just be weird i don't know what to do and what is supposed to happen next i know i probably just made this problem a lot harder um so i'm sorry then they added um i just want to say that sometimes i don't like how zach acts he's kind of a troublemaker sometimes especially around certain people he just doesn't say stupid things around other boys especially the popular ones he also talks to and jokes around with a few other girls especially the ones he liked earlier this year i'm cool with that but he doesn't talk to me a ton and takes priority with the more other more popular and cool kids over me. I'm not trying to sound bratty. I just kind of worry that he doesn't like me as much as I like him. And it's just a casual thing for him that he doesn't really care about that he doesn't really care about. I also worry that he still likes the girl he used to, even though one of our mutual friends assured me that Jack, not Jack, Zach got over that girl a while ago and has just liked me since then. The whole situation is just confusing though. Um, okay. So that was a lot to take in. I think that's honestly like one of the longest emails I've ever received, which not complaining at all. Like I really like when people go in depth on the story because it helps to have so much detail. So I really do appreciate that. But, you know, quite impressive the way that you mapped that all out. And it it really does help me to give better advice because I feel like I know more context. Obviously, I'm never going to be there in your guys' shoes and I can't give you perfect advice, but things like this definitely help. So I would say this can go multiple ways. And I feel like 
if you are this unsure about it, um, again, that could be for multiple reasons. One is that you're new to the whole dating, liking someone and they like you back kind of scene and you're kind of in that awkward phase where it's like all new to everyone, but also like you want to explore possibilities. And I totally get that. I've been there. I've been there. I mean, I was the same in eighth grade, but I think what you need to focus on is what do you want and are you ready for something like this? Because some people are mature enough to handle some sort of relationship, even if it's just a beginner entry-level relationship that's kind of fun and not taken seriously. I mean, that's what it should be. It's middle school. But, you know, like, try and dig into what you want and what you're comfortable with. The comfortable thing is a huge aspect that you should consider because if you're not comfortable of the thought of being in a relationship with someone, I promise you it's not the time because I definitely have had those thoughts before and looking back at it now, I'm like, okay, yeah, like I was not in the right mindset to even consider something like that. So I think you need to kind of reflect on yourself, see where your head's at, see what you're thinking and kind of try to understand if this is the right thing for you to pursue or if you should kind of just leave it alone and go back to being friends with Zach because obviously you guys are both in a weird awkward stage where you like just have admitted your feelings for each other and you don't know where to go from here and that is so normal trust me I've seen the situation unfold so many times with people around me I know of an exact like nearly identical situation um from eighth grade so I totally get it I think that I know I know you said that it's new and fragile and for that reason you don't really want to have like a serious conversation with him about hey like are we dating are we not dating but I feel like that's like one of your best moves and it doesn't have to be super serious you can literally just make it casual and chill and not put a lot of pressure on him by texting him or talking to him in person and saying something like hey like I you know I know this is kind of new for us, so I was just wondering, like, did you have an idea in mind of where you wanted to go from here, or did you kind of just want to keep things chill? And by not using the actual phrase, um, are we dating, or even just the word dating, you're kind of leaning off a little bit and, like, letting some pressure off of him, because if he sees something that's like, hey, are we dating, it kind of feels like a yes or no, a big question and if you say something like hey like where do we go for from where do we go from here or did you have something in mind or you know something like that something that keeps it very casual and very stress-free I feel like that is the best way to communicate so um, if you can try to communicate with him because I know that you don't want to mess anything up because it's just been a couple days but that's like precisely why you kind of need to act on it now because the more the days drag on the more confused that both of you guys are going to get and the more awkward it's going to be and someone at some point has to speak up and say something so I understand that he's kind of like a goofy non-serious person and that's totally fine a lot of people are just like that that's their personality but it doesn't mean that they're incapable of having a serious conversation and just because you guys haven't had serious conversations doesn't mean that you can't have them now so again like I said it doesn't have to be a big serious thing you don't have to make it a big deal um but don't like feel afraid to talk to him because otherwise you're going to be kind of in this floating limbo stage that you don't want to be in and that's exactly what you're asking me for advice right now so if you want to get out of this weird stage I think the number one thing you can do is communicate with him 
but do it in the best way possible. Um, I think too, like, you know, as far as just like the little thing that you mentioned, but like your friends maybe getting annoyed with you talking about him so much, like, honestly, like, I get that because sometimes it can be annoying when friends are just only talking about guys or, like, the one person the entire time. So, you know, definitely be, like, aware of yourself and and make sure that you're giving them time to talk about what's going on with them. But as long as you're doing that, I don't see an issue, you know? It's totally fine. It's a completely new thing for you and a new experience, and it's something that is very relevant in your life, and that's what friends are for. They're, they're there to listen to you rant and talk about things that are going on in your life. So don't worry too much about that. Um, I just think, like, you really, I guess my number one piece of advice uh, to you is to really dig deep into what you want because, I mean, yeah, you can communicate with him and ask him, like, hey, where do we go from here? What are the next steps? What were you thinking? How are you feeling? Um, Maybe, like, ask those questions to yourself first. I mean, you said multiple times that you're kind of unsure about him because of the way he acts and you don't know if dating in middle school is very smart or realistic and I can tell that you're really struggling with that because you like him but you you don't know what you want so I think you need to figure out what you want um before I guess communicating to him because if you're like thinking and you're you're sitting at bed in bed late at night and you're like oh, you know what I can't see myself in a relationship with him or I think this is dumb or maybe I don't like him as much as I I think I do then I think if you have any sort of big doubt like that, not just like nervous doubts, but like actual doubts, there's literally no point in wasting your time and just forcing yourself into a relationship with him. Just because you like someone doesn't mean that it's going to be a perfect relationship. There are plenty of people who see people that they're attracted to, but they never make a move because they just think about the logistics or other parts that would go into the relationship and they realize it won't work. So I think just because you guys both happen to like each other doesn't mean that you should be forced to, you know, like go into a relationship by default. I think you need to explore how you're feeling, what kind of options there are for you. And once you do that, if you decide, hey, you know what? I really like Zach and I think it would be great to just try this out. Totally fine. You just need to figure out if that's what you want or if that's not what you want. And once you do that, I feel like you're going to be a lot better at communicating with him. And so figure out, you know, what you want for yourself. Once you do that, then communicate with him and ask him how he feels about it. And then from there, you guys can maybe come to a conclusion and be like, hey, we should just stay friends or hey, maybe we should try this out or maybe we can just still be liking each other, but maybe wait on a relationship. That That's another option too is like, I guess because you're in eighth grade, like who knows, maybe you guys are going to go to different high schools. I don't know your situation in that regard. So if you guys are like never going to see each other again after this year, I would probably say hold off. But if it's like, okay, you guys are moving to the same high school together, then maybe you could just take it slow. You guys both know we like you like each other. So maybe stay in that stage. If the feelings are still there in ninth grade or 10th grade or something, not saying you have to wait that long, but you know, then maybe you can make it into an official relationship. But there there shouldn't be pressure on either of you to actually be dating or anything like that, you know? Like, let loose a little bit, find out what you guys want, and then come to a conclusion. So I hope that that helps. I am, I'm sorry if that was, like, really confusing and all over the place, but I think that you'll really benefit from just asking yourself what you truly want. So, yeah. 
All right, the next email says, Hey, Sister Spill, I need advice. I'm hanging out with some new girls at my school because I'm playing volleyball this year, but they're really popular and my old friend group broke up because it was toxic. They're not friends anymore, so I decided to hang out with the new group. They're all nice to me, but they're really popular. My best friend, let's call her Kate, was in the old friend group. Um, my best friend... <laughs> Kate was in the old friend group. Some girls moved on and some did not and they still hang out. Um, I kind of feel like she still hangs out with them because she has no other friends. I think she's hanging out with them in a way to make me jealous because she says she doesn't like them but I have new friends and I think she's mad at that, mad about it. I don't know what to do. Her mom low-key doesn't like me and she really wants everything her way which kind of annoys me. She was ignoring me today at school all because I got her out in a game at gym when she did it to me five minutes before and I was not mad at all. She only really talks to me when we are by old friends to make me jealous and I feel like I have to force conversation. I have to talk to her but nothing changes. She even moved away from me at lunch. I care about her a lot but what do I do? Um, (laughs) I, I wish I could go, no I don't wish but (laughs) this just transformed me back into like my elementary middle school days when everything was just this simple. Like the drama was this simple. As simple as oh she's being petty because I got her out in the game during gym like I'm not trying to like downplay um your situation or anything like that but I just think it's funny like how simple the drama is back then at that age like honestly it it only gets more complicated from here but I think you know it still sucks to deal with and it still sucks to like go through things like that where people are just being petty for no reason over the smallest tiniest things um you know I feel like I understand that you care a lot about her and you're not sure what to do, but I feel like the best thing to do is to not do anything. If she truly wants to be your friend, then she will do everything in her power to show you that and to try and make sure that you know that she's willing to let you go on to other friends, but also be there for you. Like, I feel like if she is just acting jealous and petty the entire time like obviously that could just be her upset about the situation and her lashing out at you because she's upset that like she kind of lost her friend group and she's losing you as a friend um and that is completely understandable but that's also not like a justified reason for her to act that way like at the end of the day she's choosing to act negatively and I don't think that's right so I feel like the best thing to do is to kind of just let her go and you know obviously like don't ignore her anything if you see her maybe say hi if you guys have classes together and you are you know next to each other just you know make small talk and it's okay if it has to be forced it's like that sometimes you can't avoid it 100% but you know keep in touch with her keep in contact with her but you know spread a little bit uh create some distance between you guys and if she starts feeling like okay this sucks I don't like being distant then she'll come she'll come back but I don't think that you should put so much energy into someone who is treating you this way because at at the end of the day like you're making new friends you're happy with your new friends and she's welcome to hang out with you and be your friend but she can't like I guess expect to 
be super welcomed when she's acting like in a poor way towards you if that makes sense so I don't know I hope that you figured this out but I promise you like this is all so insignificant and in a couple years you're gonna be like whoa I can't believe we were really finding about that so honestly like if she's a loyal friend if she's a true friend you're gonna know and it's in your gut I know you know the answer so just go with your gut but yeah the next person said Hi, Sister Spill. I'm I'm a girl from Finland. I'm 14 years old and I've studied English for six to seven years, so sorry if my English is not perfect. I'm sure it's great. Anyway, my life has been really complicated for these past two years. Two years ago, my mom told me that my dad is using drugs. I knew that there was something strange going on because he'd been in a mental hospital a few times before I was told. My dad's doctor recommended that I wouldn't see my dad alone, so ever since then, I've gone to see my dad with my mom. Things were really good until now. My dad took a break from his job that he just got back. He told me that he hasn't slept very well, but every time that I've called him, he's been with a friend at like 11 p.m. So yeah, things have not been good with him lately. I haven't called him in two weeks because I'm just tired. I'm I'm just tired that he quits every time um, when things start going well again. There are more complicated things, and this whole email would probably make more sense if I would tell them, but I'm not going to, or else this would be too long. Um... Should I just say what I think about all of this? Usually he doesn't care or just wait and see what happens and how he acts. So if things start going well for him, I will be allowed to go sleep over at his house again. Also, you should know that my dad is half half Cambodian and French. He speaks French to me and I speak Finnish to him. I can speak French and I understand it very well, but English is the... Sorry, I literally can't read this. Oh, sorry. Um, English is still the second strongest language for me, so it's a little difficult to communicate sometimes, but because he doesn't always understand what I'm trying to say, and I don't know how to explain it in French. Thanks, and I hope you're having a great day. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that you're going through this because, uh, a parent using, using drugs, I can't even imagine that, like, the toll that it would take on you and how hard it is to see them, you know go through something like that because it is an addiction and it's not good and that's your parent and you just want to see them do well and thrive um you know my only hope is that he is actually taking this as seriously as possible keeping you in mind and trying to be completely clean and sober but obviously with addicts that's not necessarily the case in a lot of situations I, i'm not saying that's your situation but you know it, it is a, like a long road of recovery and there will be relapses and things like that so uh you know i'm sorry because it's just such a rough situation especially when it's your parent not even just like a friend or a, a family like another extended family member or something like it's it's your dad so um you know it's taken a lot of time away from you guys together which sucks and like not being able to sleep over at his place until he gets you know, his act together, that sucks too. Like, again, at the end of the day, that's your parent and it, it does suck. And I see that there's a little bit of a language barrier. And so you're unsure how to like communicate your thoughts to him. Um, and I would say, you know what, this is such a complicated situation that I, you know, and it's also a very like fragile situation. So I don't want to give anyone the, the wrong advice. But what I would say for now is that, you know what, give him time, let him sort out this stuff that he's going through and you know what I understand being worried for him and I wish I could just be like stop worrying about him he'll be okay but you know it is completely natural for you to worry about him especially with 
you know, if he's acting unusually or anything like that, like I, I completely understand. So I'm not going to tell you to stop worrying about him, but what I, what I will say is don't place your dad's well-being like as a whole responsibility on yourself you know what I'm saying like at the end of the day he makes his own choices his individual actions are what he is choosing to do and so as much as you tell him certain things he's going to do what he wants to do at the end of the day and I'm not saying that you can't influence him because you totally can but just be aware that sometimes people need to change because they want to change themselves and no matter how many people are telling them that they need to change it it just doesn't work until they themselves find the courage within them to be like hey I've had enough of this and I'm going to change so you know what I I really don't know what to say about this because it is such a like complex subject and there's so much that could go into it and there's so much that I don't know but I think for now there's nothing more that you can really do other than make sure to try and keep contact with him uh I understand that it can be hard and it can be frustrating because you know you you get upset with him or you don't want to contact him or he's not available or whatever the situation may be but I think it's very important that no matter what he's going through he has someone especially his own child that can just reach out and remind him that someone's there and someone's counting on him and so I feel like that is maybe one tip that I would give you is try and stay in contact contact with him as much as possible um and then also just try to relieve yourself of a little bit of stress it's very normal for you to be worrying about him and I know you can't control that too much but try to at least remind yourself that it's his actions at the end of the day and a lot of it is out of your control which I know can be hard to hear but it is it is out of your control so don't take don't place so much like responsibility on yourself to make sure that he's doing okay because that is his own choice that he's making at the end of the day. So yeah, I I would say if it feels right to you to communicate to him how you're feeling, but other than that, maybe wait a little bit and see how he's doing. Um, but you know, I really, I really don't know in this situation because it can go both ways. So yeah, I, this is such a tough one. I, I don't know what I would really say, but hopefully that helps somewhat. And let me know once again, if you have any sort of, um, update for me. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But anyways, um, this person, the next person sent me a DM and they said, hi, so I need some advice. Recently, I feel like I'm losing everyone close to me. And that's all they said. So short and sweet. I like that too. Um, I think when it comes to this subject, like there's usually a driving force between this or sorry, behind this and either you're unaware that you're kind of pulling yourself away from people or, or you could be aware, but you know, it could be you pulling yourself away from other people, either consciously or subconsciously or other people pulling themselves away from you. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like anything's wrong with you or you've upset someone, but maybe think about what has happened recently and what 
big changes have been made. Maybe you started hanging out with a new friend group or something, just for example, and you notice that your old friends are pulling away from you. Okay, maybe it's because they are sad that you're leaving them and they feel like you replace them. Now, that's just an example. I'm not saying that that's your situation. Or say that, you know, you used to hang out with your brother all the time, but all of a sudden he's not talking to you. Maybe it's because, you know, he's invested in a new friend he made at school or something. So you, you see what I'm saying? It's like some people could pull themselves away from you because maybe they think that something else is going on with you or that you don't want to be around them or whatever. So I, I don't know because this is such a vague thing to ask and you didn't like give me details, which is fine. That's, that's fine. I'm not expecting anyone to write essays or anything, but because I have like no details it's really hard for me to guess why people would be pulling away from you but i would say in general if people are pulling away from you try and reflect a little bit and think like okay what's going on am i acting differently am i pushing people away am i purposely distancing myself from people am i just upset with my friends right now Whatever it is, there's probably something that's going on that is causing this to happen and I would say there's not much you can do other than trying to figure out the root cause of this and then start trying to fix it. But without like any details, it is really hard for me to like truly give you like the greatest advice. So that's all I'm going to say for that. But yeah, I'm going to go on to the next DM, which says, seventh grade went fine the first few weeks, but then this girl from my old school, aka my ex-best friend, we can call her Lily. Um, Lily, me and this other girl used to be besties, but we kind of fell apart in seventh grade. Lily hangs out with the popular girls and absolutely hates me for no reason. I didn't do anything. She's so mean to me at school. Like, I try to be nice to her and stuff, but she just... I don't know. She hates me. And the other girl, I don't know what, but she just hangs around. um, She hangs out without me because Lily hangs out with the popular ones. And um, also, Lily shouted to the whole class that I got an F on my geo test. And then she called me out for cheating on math, which I didn't do, I promise. But But I was correcting my answer. This always happens. I get very close to someone for a year and then they just ignore me or are so mean. My classmates are super nice as well, um, and my teachers are, but I guess I'm just the stupid girl with no friends that doesn't want to go to school. I also told her my deepest secret, and I bet she's going to tell people that. Sorry, I really need advice, and I had to vent. I'm literally crying so much. I hate my life and school and her. Okay. A lot to unpack here. Um, I, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way first of all because I mean it makes me sad that so many people go through things like this on the daily and they're just hurting and a lot of people are unaware and I'm glad that like there are some people who actually vent and tell someone because without that like I know from personal experience and from others experiences that they've told me like once you keep it in it becomes so much more of a problem because no one knows and you feel like because no one knows there's no one there to help you but they're you know, the reality is there always is someone and, you know, I'm glad that I am that person for you, but I, I, I think when it comes to this, you're putting too much 
blame on yourself and thinking, oh, something must be wrong with me. You know, people get close to me, we're good friends for a year, and then they leave me. But I don't think that you should be looking at the situation from that perspective. I mean, that's pretty pessimistic perspective, which I understand if it keeps happening to you, it's hard to be optimistic and positive. But I think like you should really try to refrain from blaming yourself or putting too much responsibility on yourself for this happening because at the end of the day like there are so many friendships that I used to have that kind of just drifted apart or even I mean I didn't have too many that ended badly but I've definitely had a couple that ended badly and you know I'd be close with them for a couple months or a year or maybe even two years or something but that's just kind of life that happens I mean as you grow up, especially, especially elementary and middle school, high school, it calms down a lot, but like elementary, middle school, everything is just heightened. Everything seems more dramatic. Everything seems like such a big deal. And that's kind of when you weed out the friends that you don't want and you start pulling in the friends that you do want. And yeah, it takes time. I mean, even through high school, some people don't have the best luck with friends and then they go to college and they meet the best friends they've ever had and it really just depends on the person and the situation that you're in so i would say keep a positive outlook as much as possible for the people that you're going to meet in the future because at this point everyone who is betraying you or treating you badly or leaving your friendship they are just doing you a favor because those aren't the people that you want in your life in the first place if they're just there to get some sort of benefit out of you or get some entertainment with you and then leave they weren't good friends or true friends to begin with and i think if you look at it from the perspective of i'm so grateful that that person taught me a lesson and now i know that they weren't the friend for me that is a much better way to frame it rather than what is wrong with me i hate my life i hate school i hate these people because the second that you start saying negative things like that, it's just a downward spiral. You start to blame everything on yourself. You think that you're the problem. You think that you could have done things differently. You try and correct like everything that you do or change yourself to fit other people's standards. And it's not right, you know? At the end of the day, you should be true to yourself. And the people who want to be friends with you and be with you and around you are going to be drawn to you naturally so all you have to do is relax be yourself put out the best version of yourself to everyone and constantly work on yourself and i promise you will find the people that are meant to be your people and yeah it might be a long process you might have people that come in and out of your life but i am telling you this it is impossible for that not to happen that is just a part of life there are people in your life now that you won't talk to in 10 years or five years, or 50 years from now, you might talk to the same person you're talking to now. Like, it's very weird in that you have people come in and out of your life constantly, and it's a natural thing, and I don't think that you should look at it as an entirely negative thing, although obviously it's very sad and it could be very hurtful. I think there are always benefits to people leaving your life because from what I've learned, there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson behind it or there's always something that that someone taught me. For example, there was one pretty toxic best friend that I had sophomore year through, um, you know, like 
75% way of the way through sophomore year or something. And it was a very short-lived friendship and it would just, it had so many highs and so many lows. And I was constantly questioning, why am I friends with this person? This person does not have the same values or, or morals as me, but I stayed because one, she was one of my only friends at school, but also because she was exciting and she was entertaining and she brought value to my life. But I realized like the second that I decided, you know, this friendship isn't good for me, like looking back at it over a year later now, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, it was fun while it lasted, but the lesson that I learned is I can't stoop lower than what I believe in just for a friend that's going to treat me badly. So I, I think what I'm trying to say is there's lessons with everyone that comes in and out of your life and as long as you view it in a more positive way, I'm not saying that it's like all sunshine and rainbows, but it will help you. It will help you to just think of things as, hey, you know what? This person left, but I did learn something from them and they taught me that, you know, maybe this isn't the kind of person I want in my life, you know? So, yeah, I, I hope that that helps a little bit, at least. So this person said, I'm back with another message. So around one year ago, I moved to a new country. I knew the language a little bit because my parents kind of taught me how to and stuff. Anyways, I'm in high school now and it's like three weeks into school and I have messages from a guy in my class telling me that he likes me and wants to get together. I said, hey, you're cool and cute and stuff, but I'm not looking for a relationship right now. We ended up being just friends. This happened all over text on the weekend. So now I'm really scared to go to school on Monday because I'm scared it might be awkward and weird because I sometimes have trouble talking and stuff since I don't know the language well. Any tips on how to be more confident and open or just how to feel confident talking in a foreign language in general? I need help ASAP. You don't need to put this in the podcast. Okay, well, I just now was reading that and you sent that on Saturday, so I'm assuming that you already went to school today. Um so sorry, I'm kind of late, but anyways, <laughs> um even though I'm late, I'll just give you advice. I would say don't worry about it being too awkward because like at the end of the day, like you were bold enough to tell him like, hey, I don't want anything. And I feel like that was the best route you could have gone. So proud of you for that. But I would say um, talking in a foreign language and like being more confident and open, I literally need advice on that myself because um, I take AP Spanish at school, which if you guys don't know AP, but it's basically an advanced Spanish class and I kind of skipped a level. So it's even harder for me this year. And so I like have trouble like speaking in Spanish because like in my head I can I can think of exactly what I want to say perfectly but the second I like open my mouth all of a sudden it sounds so jumbled and then I just freeze and I literally forget what I'm saying so if I'm trying to say something in Spanish it just doesn't come out the way that I wanted to and then my accent is super bad and it's whatever um but I think you know something that I'm trying to learn is that you kind of just have to like go with the flow and act like it is your native language the best to the best of your ability and um if you kind of channel that kind of energy where it's like okay imagine i'm just having a conversation by myself alone in my room and i'm just speaking like i don't know if you i guess let go of a little bit of that pressure to try to sound perfect or have a great accent or say the word exactly right um that might help you a little bit because you know i know some people might think like oh just focus more 
but I feel like if you actually focus a little bit less and just let it freely come to you, sometimes that's when you speak the best. So I don't know, that's just me, but I, I don't know if that helps at all because I'm I'm still struggling with the same thing. Like I need to learn how to be more confident speaking a different language, um, but you're doing great so far trying to learn this. And I think um, you should definitely send me an update on how it went with the, the guy at school because I know that could be an awkward situation and I'm sorry that I'm late on this, but yeah, let me know. Um, the last thing that I'm going to respond to is this person that said, I'm taking quite a few classes this year and I feel like I don't have time. I'm also following, falling behind and I have no motivation. I was wondering if you had advice on how to get motivated and how to balance school with social life and relationships and how to catch up. Okay. So I really wish that I could give perfect, perfect advice on this, but like the last situation I'm dealing with the same thing. I wish I learned more on how to control this stuff, but I guess what I can tell you is that you will prioritize it if you really, really want it, and um, even then, if you really want something, it can still be hard to get motivated. I mean, just because I'm not doing my homework doesn't mean I don't want to do my homework, but it it helps to, like, really prioritize in your head, like, okay, how much do I want this? Do I really want it? Okay, then I'm just going to force myself to do it. So, I that probably did not make any sense but I think like when it comes to motivation and stuff sometimes you just can't help it sometimes it's mental health issues that get in the way and you just have a lack of motivation because you're dealing with other stuff that's kind of out of your control but I feel like if you're unmotivated try and find things that will make it fun for you for example something that I did um recently was I love Harry Potter so I put on like this YouTube video that was a Harry Potter like um ambiance like it was one of the Harry Potter common rooms it was like a background and then it was playing Harry Potter music over it so it was just a YouTube video like just Harry Potter's study chill video and that just made me very like happy and contained because I love Harry Potter so it's kind of like a safe place for me, safe environment, and it motivated me because I'm like, oh, I feel like a Hogwarts student right now doing my homework in the common room, or, you know, just, like, make it fun for yourself, maybe even set timers and do it in chunks so that it doesn't feel too overwhelming, or reward yourself once you get something done, like, make it fun for yourself because if you just see it as, I have to do this, this is just another assignment, this is so boring, whatever, that that's not going to help you at all. And I know it's hard to kind of get out of that mindset because I literally have it all the time. But what I can tell you is anytime that I have been motivated, it's because I've seen something that made it look fun, whether it's a TikTok that's like really inspiring or just music that inspires me or whatever. Um, there are ways to get motivated. So I feel like if you really want to get this stuff done, you're going to find a way to do it. And maybe that way is making it more fun for yourself. Uh, so like I said, there's a lot of ways to do that, but, um, maybe that's something that you should try is just switching things up a little bit. Maybe try doing homework in a different area of your house, or maybe go to the library and do it, or just a different environment. Cause sometimes switching up your environment can help or, um, maybe asking other people for help. But, you know, motivation is a very tricky thing because like, I myself have not had motivation to, for example, work out in forever, and I just now, like, did a couple workouts last week, but, you know, that was, like, the first time in months, and it sucks because, you know, like, deep down, I'm like, yes, I really want to work out, but I just physically can't make myself do it, um, but at some point, like, you just have to do it, like, there is no other choice, either you want to do it or you don't, and when you, when it comes down to that, you're just like, okay, I guess I have to, and, 
that's kind of what has helped me before. Um, but I think just balancing everything and not being too overwhelmed is something that I'm really currently dealing with right now because like my college applications are so overwhelming and stressful because I have so many essays to complete and so many other things that I have to submit that it's like crazy hard to focus on that plus really hard classes at school plus friends asking me to hang out and then also just being exhausted in general so I at this stage of my life I'm seeking the same answer as you are I would just say that overall try and kind of make some sort of imaginary list in your head of what's most important to you. Is it schoolwork? Is it forming a better bond with your friend? Whatever. But like, I mean, for me, school like always comes first. So I would, you know, put that at number one in the top of my imaginary list. But prioritize the things that you want in your head. So you know, like you have that list in your mind and you're like, okay, Now, knowing what matters most to me, I'm going to go down this list and complete things based on that order that I created, if that makes sense. So yeah, just think about what's important to you and work on those things the most and then get to the other stuff later. But I feel like balancing is a very tricky thing to learn. So, you know, I'm still learning it too. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I hope that that helped like a little bit. All right. So that is the end of the advice segment for this episode. And since there honestly is like no tea whatsoever to talk about, um, at least nothing that I feel like talking about, I think I'm going to end the podcast episode here. But I do want to say like the Daniel Cohn thing, there's so much more to that than you guys know. And I truly, I, I, I was just, I had a surge of inspiration tonight that like someone needs to make genuine like documentary on this or at least like a very long expose video which I could be one of those people but the amount of research and time that would go into that is like not time that I have right now but I really want people to see the truth about this because I know that people are like oh why are we still on this like she said that you know the age thing isn't real like let's just move on but there's truly so much more to this than just her mom lying about her age it's like genuine like child exploitation and so much like wrongdoing from her mom that it's crazy and I feel like people need to be more aware of it because it's it's not just like her mom acting up like it's it has social and and legal complications and it's just crazy the whole situation is crazy so yeah um that's all I want to say if you guys listen to this episode all the way through dm me um what you had for breakfast today whatever day you're listening to this on or if you haven't had breakfast, then tell me that. But anyways, I will talk to you guys next week.